So, uh, welcome to my podcast called Carter Street Shenanigans. I'm your host, Christian Morales. And, you know, this is kind of like my first like episode, kind of like a pilot episode, a test episode, if you will. And I just want to talk about what this podcast is going to be about, uh, talk a little bit about myself, you know, kind of an introduction into what's going to really go on here, what this is about. And basically, it's just a way for me to express myself comedically and in a healthy way, you know. For the most part, this podcast is going to... Oh, shit. almost dropped my fucking cup. For the most part, this podcast is going to be just... Uh... Just random shit. Honestly, it's going to be random shit. We're going to talk about our feelings. We're going to talk about uh, shit we think about, shit we saw for the day. You know, uh, the first episode is going to talk about my past. Uh, that's also a big thing I'm going to talk about is my childhood. Uh, the funny stories of shit I did. Uh, things that I think about that don't make no sense. Things I think about that do make sense. Just just overall random stuff. Just pleasantry conversations. I, yo, <clears throat> that pronunciation was fucking terrible. Just pleasant conversations. I said pleasantry conversations. Like, what the fuck was that? My grammar is very messed up. I have, like, the worst English in the history of English. But, yeah, it's just, just a shits and giggles, just for fun type podcast that I want to do. My... And kudos to my wife and my sister who both been trying to get me to do a podcast for a while. I used to do like little rant videos on Snapchat stories. On like my private Snap story. And they loved them. So they figured that I should do a podcast and have other people hear like what I have to say, what I think about, and everything like that. This, I'm just giving you a heads up. This podcast is not for everyone. There's going to be a lot of dark humor. Uh, there's going to be a lot of swearing. You know, I'm not going to... I'm going to try not to use like fucking... like slurs and like really bad shit and try not to swear as much you know because you guys don't know me i'm not trying to get canceled like right on the first day (laughs) with what with how society is now being the way it is but yeah i just want to give a little background information of myself i'm uh i'm 20 years old i was born in newburgh new york usa god bless america but yeah a lot, a lot of times when I tell people I'm from New York, they automatically assume I'm from the city, <laughs> from New York City. I'm like, dude, yo, New York is so much bigger than just New York City. But that's like the first thing that pops to mind. You know, you associate New York with New York City. The same thing with Florida. You think Florida, you think Miami, Orlando, you know, California, you think L.A., Nevada, you think Las Vegas. So, so on and so forth. But yeah, it's just, just a podcast of me just talking about bullshit and stuff that goes on in my life stuff I stuff that I think about before I go to bed stuff that keeps me up at night sometimes we'll get in our feels and we'll cry a little you know sometimes we'll be a motivational episode sometimes it's just me talking about the dumbest shit on the planet earth um most of the time I'm gonna be doing this podcast with other people you know have guests on here not people you fucking know at all like, these are just, like, friends of mine or, like, family members. My wife, mostly. Well, it's probably mostly going to be my cousin, though. My cousin's, like, one of my best friends. I don't have any friends, which is why I'm doing this fucking podcast. Because <laughs> if I had friends, I'd have people to talk to about this stuff. But, yeah, uh, going back to... <laughs> I don't know what that sound was. That was the most bitch sound ever. I said, ah, 
But yeah, going back to what I was saying, just give you a little background information of myself. Mex- I'm Mexican, Puerto Rican. I have a Mexican father, Puerto Rican mother. Yes, my father is fucking... Well, actually, no. My father did come here illegally. All right, he crossed the fucking border. He's a U.S. citizen now. He got his papers, speaks English, okay? So you can't deport him, and you can't call ICE on him if you were thinking about that. But, yeah, he's uh, he got his papers. Proud of him for that. He's a fucking idiot, though, but I'm proud of him for that. And just, yeah, just give you a little information on why I am the way that I am and why my brain is so fucked up. So growing up, my parents lived together, and then they got divorced when I was seven years old. <laughs> Something, sorry, I'm a little extra, cause just, just cause. So yeah, my parents got divorced. My mom went in custody. She threatened my dad, saying, "Yo, if you don't give me custody, I'm gonna have your ass deported." My dad was scared shitless because he wanted to stay in this country, so he gave my mom custody. And then we moved in with my grandma and her husband. I say her husband because he's not my grandfather. Although I treat him like he is now because I love that guy. Shout out to my boy Gerardo. But, (laughs) yeah, I love that guy like if he was actually my grandfather. I never met my actual grandfather. I think I met him once when I was like two. But he passed away when I was four, so didn't really know him like that. But, yeah, I've known Gerard, my wife's, my grandma. I've known my grandma's husband for like my entire life. And I love that guy. Great guy. Very stand-up guy. And... (laughs) It's funny because my, my grandma and all her three kids married Mexicans. Like, my grandma was never married to my, my, my mom's father, you know? My mom's father is Puerto Rican. My grandma is Puerto Rican. But my mom married a Mexican, my dad. <laughs> my aunt married a Mexican, her, her kid's father. My uncle married a Mexican, his wife. My grandma married a Mexican, her husband. <laughs> so that's fucking, that's funny. I think it's pretty funny, but, but yeah, so, so growing up, when we moved in with my grandmother, my aunt went through kind of the same thing, she divorced her kid's father, and moved in with my grandmother as well, and we moved into a place uh, called Carter Street, hence why I call it Carter Street shenanigans, now Carter Street was a significant part of my childhood, the best part of my childhood, best part of my childhood. When I was there, when I was with my father, oh my God, I was a fat kid. Just giving you a heads up. I was a chubby kid and I used to get bullied for it. Not by people, but by my family. My family used to be ruthless. They would pick on me every fucking day. They would grab my rolls. They would poke me with pencils and be like, you little fat shit. You fat fuck. Lose some weight. Yo, what is this? And they pinch my fat. Like it was brutal. Oh my God. They were ruthless in bullying me. My father was the worst. My father... My father, he was big in the UFC, and big at, like, he was just a gym rat, and he loved UFC, he loved MMA, he would train himself, like, to do, like, GSP-type shit, and he would beat the shit out of me, like, not, like, fucking just throw hands with me, like, throwing hands with a child, but he would fuck me up, like, he would get me in, like, he would try to train me, that's the thing, he would try to train me to be a UFC fighter, he wanted me to be, he wanted me to be a UFC fighter, I hear the stories of how most of these dudes start training when they were like in their teens, he's like, I'm gonna get my son a head start, and have him lose all that fucking weight, and, and have him, I was like, dude, I'm a kid, I'll grow out of it, you know, <laughs> like, most kids who are chubby, they, they grow out of it, like, they, they just grow tall, and they burn all that fat, as, because their metabolism increases during fucking puberty, but my dad was like, you know what, fuck you, you're losing weight, honestly, Look, I hated it. I honestly hated it. But thanks to that, um, there's nothing. Look, 
just a heads up. There's nothing wrong with being fat, okay? Nothing wrong with being fat. Look, my, like my, most of my family is overweight, you know? I love them. Care about them. Me, personally, from that fucking trauma that I went through, I didn't like being fat. <laughs> I would get bullied. It was traumatizing for me, you know? And I know a lot of people get traumatized by shit when you're a kid, you know? Just, look, this is an open podcast, all right? We, we're real here, all right? We're real. We're open. We're honest about our lives. That's what this is, baby. This is just a fucking honesty session. Just counseling session, you know what I'm saying? This is my therapeutic session right here, all right? I don't need a therapist. Fuck a therapist. I got this podcast. But, yeah, so they would bully me. And so uh, I lost a lot of weight, and I got in shape. And by the time I was, like, 14 years old, I was absolutely shredded because of my dumbass dad. But, you know, teach their own. He raised me that way, and I ended up liking I ended up, like... After not liking it for some time, I ended up enjoying it and started working out on my own, started teaching myself MMA because I was still getting bullied in school. I was very self-conscious about my body, though, even though I was, like, shredded to the fucking max and I looked like I was, like, fucking 35 with, like, I, I looked like I was a 14-year-old kid with a 35-year-old body. You know, it was insane. But I, I don't look like that anymore. As I became a father, I lost a lot of weight. I, I lost a lot of muscle mass. And I just grew a dad bod. I still have, like, my arms and my legs. Like, my legs are fucking shredded. And they, I probably, they probably always will be. My arms, like, I got the dad forearms and the dad shoulders. And my fucking back is wide for no reason. I just got, like, that papa gut. You know what I'm saying? That dad bod type stuff. And, uh... And, yeah. Just the... But, going... Before that, just going back. I used to get bullied. And made me self-conscious about myself. Not only that, but I was ignored a lot by my family. My accomplishments always went unseen, you know? I always felt like I was never good enough. Because I was a middle child. had that middle child syndrome. And, uh, yeah, just... Then, that, it sucked, you know? It really sucked. Because no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, despite every effort you make to strive to be the best and show people that you're someone they could be proud of, you were never enough. I was never enough. And I felt like it was always going to be like that. Growing up, my sister, uh, because she was the first girl, she was everybody's princess. And my brother was such a cute baby. He's ugly as fuck now, but he was such a cute baby. And everybody loved him. And... They used to spoil him. They used to spoil him and my sister. Like, he would get, like, he'd get, like, an iPad and shit. And then my sister would get, like, whatever she wanted. And I would get fucking socks for Christmas. You know? That type of cliche shit. But it's the truth. It happens. It really happens. There's a reason why it's a fucking cliche. It's because it's real. Shit like that happens to a lot of people. Like, a lot of people have middle child syndrome. You feel? And I get it. I really get it. You know, I lived through it myself. And, you know, after a while, just start, I stopped caring, you know. I just stopped caring, and I felt better about it. You know, I just, like, but anyway, besides that, I had a huge savior complex. Besides being fucking extremely insecure about my body and about me being good enough or not. And... My, my thing was, I like to help people. I still like to help people. And I want to help people. 
But I learned recently that I can't help people if I can't even help myself, you know? Which is, which is something that, um, that I had to learn the hard way. You know, after time and time again of helping people and them backstabbing me and me failing and me falling down, I was just like, you know what? Fuck people, dude. And I'm telling you this right now. Yo, fuck people, man. You want to help somebody? Hey, help yourself first. You want to you, you be there for someone? Hey, man, get your own shit together. I'm not fucking, look, I'm not telling you what to do. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's some, just some friendly advice. But yeah, I had to learn that the hard way, man. I, t- I spent time and time again helping my family and then them just backstabbing me. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Hey, bro, I was there for you when you needed me the most. Why can't you be there for me? Yo, this, this happened with my mom, bro. My mom, my mom was going through a rough time with my stepfather. All right, He didn't want to work. She was working, but it was not enough money to like, support us. I dropped out of school. I was 16 years old. I dropped out of school and started working so that I could help her. You know what happened? Hey, get the fuck out of my house. You drop out of school, you're gone. <laughs> so she kicked me out. I was homeless. And I was like, you know what? Why the fuck am I helping people if they're always just going to do this type of shit to me? So I stopped helping people and I focused on myself. And I was actually doing good in life for a while. You know, I was 18. I had my own place, had my own car. I had a steady job, a good paying job. I mean, I was a pizza chef. Shit was fire. You know, I was working those long hours, but I didn't mind. I was saving up for school. And that's the reason why I was working. That's the reason why I was working those long hours so that I could have enough money to like go to school. And... I would take trips. I'd go on. Uh, I'd go to the zoo. You know, I went to the Bronx Zoo on my own. I went to the Maritime Aquarium in Connecticut. Went to the Boston Aquarium. Uh, I went to Universal Studios alone. And every time I went to these places, I would feel like shit about myself. I would go there alone like a fucking asshole. You know, I'm like, oh, look at the fucking fish. You know, that's the saddest shit. Yo, if you go to the aquarium by yourself, what are you doing? And I'm I'm talking about this to myself. Like, what am I doing? Why would I go here? by myself this is a family place this is a place you go to spend time with your family and i'll go to these places and i just feel like shit i'm all alone had no friends all my friends dropped me when i fucking dropped out of high school they didn't want nothing to do with me they didn't want to be associated with me because they were ashamed of being friends with someone who dropped out so they all turned their backs on me and my family didn't want nothing to do with me because they thought i was a fuck up in life because i dropped out all right and Right now, I'm going back to school, and I'm taking advantage of the system. Like, I'm going back to school trying to get my high school diploma. I'm doing, uh, I'm doing night school, you know, trying to get my high school diploma and everything. Taking advantage that we're getting unemployment checks, that we're getting the stimulus checks, tax season's coming up, you know. Taking advantage that I'm having this extra money lying around to get my high school diploma and, uh, and you know, focus on my career and building something for myself and my family. But, yeah, I used to go to these places and... I'd be by myself, and I would wonder why I feel so alone. I was never happy, and I was like, that's what I'm missing. I would see, I would see the uh, couples with their kids, or just couples in general, just enjoying themselves. And I'm here, looking at a fucking rhinoceros, eating my fucking popcorn, like a fucking loser on a bench. You know? I felt like a fucking loser. I would go there by myself, like a sad fucking asshole, and just stare at the tigers, look at the gorillas. And I'm like, yo... And then I'd be sad because I'm like, yo, those gorillas are fucking, they got a family going on. They got a baby and everything. Look at how happy they are. I used to get sad as fuck, bro. Yo, your boy is sad as shit. Well, I used to be. So it got to a point where I was so lonely 
That was on every fucking dating app, man. I had Tinder. I had Hinge, bro. I was on Match.com, uh, Christian Mingle, all that shit. I was on all that shit. And not once did I find anyone. You know, I got stood up on so many dates. People thought I was a fuckboy because of the way I look. Yo, it's not my fault I look like this. This is how I look. He used to think I was a fuckboy. I was like, yo, I just want to give somebody all my love and attention. I just want somebody I could I could spoil, that I could take him out on beautiful dates, go on romantic walks on the beach, some cliche fucking romance shit, like the notebook type shit, you know what I'm saying? Just take my wife out, look at the sunset, you know? Go to a dock, just sit there, staring at the river, watching the sun go down, staring up at the stars, driving to the middle of the fucking woods, start a campfire, Roast some marshmallows in the backyard. You know, shit like that. Do cutesy shit. Bake fucking cookies and cakes in the kitchen. Watch, read bedtime stories to each other. Watch TV in our PJs that match. You know what I'm saying? Do all that cutesy shit. But no, the girls I went on dates on were shitty people. And And something about me always tries to see the best in somebody. You know, I would always try to give somebody a chance. But they were all shitty fucking people. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm not meant for romance. And I just gave up. And I was like, you know what? At this point, I'm going to die alone. And I don't even care. All right? I'll live my life. Do the things I got to do. Get back to the community. Be a teacher. Fucking teach. Die alone. That's what it, that's what it is. Maybe I'll meet somebody in the future. But for now, I'm, I'm okay with just fucking dying a sad old man with no one to fucking love. I'm, I'm fine with that. And that's when I met my wife. As soon as I gave up, as soon as I stopped looking... I found my wife. Ain't that, ain't that some shit? And it's, it's like the same thing when you lose something in your house and you try, to, you try to look for it frantically and you can't fucking find it. But once you give up searching, it's when you fucking find it. You know? It's insane. And I feel like the same thing happens with love. If you give up and just focus on yourself and just stop caring about dating, you're going to find your special someone. You know? And that's what happened to me. Man, as soon as I met White Wife, I immediately fell in love with her. She had this lovable personality, this cute, the cutest smile. She was so sweet, so caring, so loving. And, but I was, I was very insecure, you know? My previous relationships were shit. They all cheated on me. They all lied to me, you know? And I would try to hide, like, my past from my wife. <clears throat> Not good. Not good. I didn't want to share my traumas with her. Not good, you know? I wasn't able to be open and honest with her. And it kind of almost ruined my relationship. I almost lost her because of it. But I learned to change and be better and focus on us instead of what everybody's talking about. I listen to other people when I should have trusted and listened to my, the person I'm with. And I almost lost her because of it. I let my insecurities get the best of me. But oh my God, when I met my wife... Whew, my heart dropped in my ass. I swear to God. Oh, the butterflies that went through my tummy were like some prehistoric moths. I had the biggest fucking butterflies. She was so fucking cute. So adorable. The way she walked up. Like, I, so I picked her up from work. Okay, this is, how, this is how we started talking. This is how we started talking. I met her years ago when I was in middle school. When we were in middle school. I'm going to have her tell the story. I'm going to have her on this podcast one of these days. I'm going to have her tell the story how we first met when we were in middle school. But I had met her back in middle school. Okay. She told me she had a crush on me. Uh, she didn't, like, not then, but, like, like afterwards. She had told me that she, she had liked me since middle school. Okay. So what happened was I got fucking drunk 
off my ass after work one day. Sad as shit, man. I was sad as fuck, man. My work day was shit. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking drown my sorrows in alcohol. Not a good idea. That's the first step to being an alcoholic. If the first thing you turn to when you're sad is, like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking drink to forget. That's the, that's, that's the first step to being an alcoholic. Man, I was drinking. And I got so fucked up that I, I and I, look, I followed her on Instagram. I'm not going to lie. Every time she posted something, I would immediately like it. I had a crush on her. I liked her a lot. Okay. I know a lot of you fucking people stalk people on Instagram. I'm not the only one. I, I'm not the only one. I used to like, as soon as she would post something, I would immediately go to her page and look at it. I wouldn't comment because I was fucking creepy. I felt creepy comment, commenting on people's like shit. But I would immediately go to her page and I'd like her picture. I try to be the first one to do it. You know? And, uh, yeah, I had a huge crush on her. But she always had her fucking ex's her profile in her bio. And the reason why is because her stupid ass ex had his fuck had her had her account, so he would always keep her in there so no guys would try to talk to her. And me being the person I am, I respected that. You know? I was like, she's with somebody. The only thing I could do is look at, and just like her pictures and just, you know, imagine what could be. And out of respect for her, I never texted her. But drunk, drunk Chris, yo, he's a completely different fucking person. This motherfucker is insane. I'm not responsible for what Chris, drunk Chris does. He's a different person. He's... Fucking insane. I got drunk as fuck off my ass. And I texted her. I'm like... <laughs> but yo, you type cute. You're single. <laughs> she was like... So... And and it was cute because... She didn't want to... She didn't want to admit that she liked me. She tried to fucking play it off. Like she didn't like me back. When she really fucking did. She liked me back. And I didn't know she did. You know? Because she was shy. She was very shy. She didn't... She wasn't really like... Open about like her, like who she likes and stuff like that. She was a very shy girl at the time. I I got her to open up and be like more open and like talk a lot and everything like that. But at first, when I first met her, she was very shy. So she didn't want to admit that she had a crush on me. So she tried to play it off and try to be mean to me and try to like scare me off. I'm gonna tell you that shit don't work with me. I am so clueless and so hopeless at picking up fucking signals that if you're trying to scare me off in a relationship and like trying to like. Let's say I'm talking to you and you're trying to show me that you're uninterested. I'm never going to take the fucking hint. Never. You got to tell me directly, yo, I'm not interested for me to back off. Because if you're throwing hints, yo, I'll never pick those hints up. Because I am fucking retar... Excuse me. A fucking dumbass. I'm a fucking dumbass. Can't say that one word, you know. I'm not going to repeat it. But I'm a dumbass. And I will never pick up a hint that you drop. Never. So she was dropping hints that she didn't want to fucking talk to me, even though she really did. I don't know why girls play like that. That shit confuses the shit out of me. Like, you like me, just admit that you like me instead of fucking playing around. Playing these games! But, but yeah, she she had a crush on me, too. Some, some like, this, this is some, like, high, high school bullshit, bro. I, I was literally 19 years old, fresh. Like, I was out of high school already, man. Like, I was, I've been out of high school for three years. And I was, like, living, I was adulting for three years, man. And I'm still with the high school cutesy wootsy bullshit. And so, she would play it off like, like, she didn't like me. And I still kept texting her. And then I passed out and fell asleep. And that's how I got her to actually, like, respond and actually, like, show that she cared. Because she thought I fucking died or something. <laughs> she got alcohol poisoning and fucking died. And so, she's texting me back the next day. I'm like, yo, I'm so sorry. Like, I apologize for what I did. Because I felt ashamed. I felt so ashamed. But she was, but she ended up, like, actually fucking liking me. And just was like, you know what? Let me talk to this guy. And she gave me a chance. And I crushed it, dude. 
I was, she was like, hey, I'm going to walk home from, like, where do you, like, where do you work? She's like, the Burger King. I was like, where do you live? She's like, oh, over here. I'm like, yo, that's far as shit. That's far as fuck. So I was like, yo, I'll pick you up from work. And, yo, she thought I was catfishing, dead ass. She, like, she thought I wasn't going to look like what I looked like in my pictures. So she was mad skeptical. I told her I was outside. Yo, at the time, I was driving a fucking gr- a green van, bro. A green fucking Dodge uh, Durango, but like an old ass one. I think it was like a 2005. It was old as fuck. Not a Dodge Durango, like a Dodge Caravan, my bad. Fucking idiot. I don't know. Look, I don't know nothing about cars, man. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm a dude. I don't know nothing about cars. All, all I know how to do is do oil change on my shit, change my fucking tires, like... Change, like, you know, replace the fucking liquids in the car, and that's pretty, and like, fix the headlights and shit, that's all I know how to do, I'm not a fucking, like, those, I'm not even gonna front, man, I'm not a fucking car guy, I'm not a sneakerhead, I'm none of that, none of that, I'm not a skater, none of that shit, I'm just a normal ass fucking comic book nerd ass motherfucker, love comic book shit, love superheroes, love anime, not anime girls, just I love watching anime, I like watching the dudes beat the shit out of each other, I'm not talking like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it just, uh, fuck. But yeah, so I picked her up from work, and she was so fucking cute. I texted her. I was like, I'm outside. She's like, where are you at? I'm like, I'm in the green van. She's like, why do you have a van? I'm like, why, why, why do you care <laughs> if I have a van? But yeah, and she was so cute. She didn't say, like, she, like I was, like, looking for her, you're right? And I said I was going to go inside. But she's like, she was waiting. She was waiting outside the car. And uh, this was in October. And I looked, and scared the shit out of me, scared the fuck out of me, because she was just standing in the window, and she was waiting to open a door, and I look, I'm like, oh, fuck, and I unlocked the door, and I go, hi, I'm Chris, and she was speechless, and it was the fucking cutest thing ever, and I was like, you know, and I go, and I go, and I'm about to drop her out of her house, and we're having a great conversation, I was like, hey, you want to just go get ice cream, and so we went to Dairy Queen, we got ice cream, I had a great fucking time, and then I took her out, uh, took her back home, and then like a, the day later, uh, we went to McDonald's, we went to the park, we had a great date, um, ended up dropping her off at home. Then I, when, I, when I asked her out, I took her to that dock my father used to take me to, to, to fucking work out. And I took her there because it was a special place for me because it was one of the only places I, I actually spent time with my dad one-on-one. And I know my dad was an asshole, he used to, but he wanted me to, like, he wanted what was best for me. He didn't want me to be, like, fat, like, because he's seen my family. He didn't want me to, they have very, like, very bad obesity problems when they're fat they have like high high blood pressure they have high cholesterol uh low blood sugar all of that you know like hypoglycemic some of them are uh it, it was just bad you know so he didn't want that for me and i understand that didn't have to fucking do it the way he did beating the shit out of me ufc style but yeah to each their own i guess yeah and uh he used to take me to this doc to train and i took her to the same doc because it was special to me it was a beautiful place okay you could see the entire river. You could see the entire town. The sunset was beautiful. It was great. And I took her there, and I asked her out. I said, listen, I really like you, okay? I may even be in love with you. I don't know yet because I've never really been in love with anybody. But what I feel for you is very strong. And I said, would you like to be my girlfriend? That's it. And she said, yeah. And then we fucked, and now we have a son. <laughs> but... And I love them. Love them to death. They're my fucking life. They're beautiful. And there's a reason why I do everything I do. Everything I do is for them. After, after like, got with my girl, I gave up on all my hopes and dreams. I was like, yo, everything I want is for them. What I want is for them to achieve their hopes and dreams. All I want to be is their support. You know? That's really it. And that, there's, that's the savior complex in me, but that's also the me wanting to be the man in the relationship and be there for them the way my father wasn't there for my mom.
you know and yeah so now I have a beautiful wife beautiful son I love them to death they're my everything and they're the motivation for doing the things I do I know shit got a little heavy there but that's how this podcast is this is how this podcast is baby we talk about heavy shit we talk about lovely shit we talk about traumas we talk about dumb shit you know it's a little of everything this is just the introduction of who I am and why I am the way I am and what we're going to talk about this is a little just a little taste little appetizer, appetizer, however you want to say it, of what this is about. Most of the time, I'm going to be doing this with somebody else, you know, my, my wife, uh, my cousin, my cousin and my wife are my best friends, all right? My brother is another one of my best friends, and my older sister too. They're actually the only, <laughs> the only friends I, have, I fucking have, and they're my family. Like, my cousin, my brother, my sister, and my wife, the only friends I got, and they're only friends I really need, you know? I don't need a lot of friends. As long as I got them... I'm okay. They're all I need. But yeah, most of the time I have my cousin here. Uh, he's fucking hilarious. You guys will probably love him. I actually don't know how this well this is going to do, but I don't really care. This is just for my personal enjoyment. If you guys are enjoying it too, that's great. You know, that's awesome. If you're not, hey, fuck off. You don't have to listen. <laughs> not for you. But if you do enjoy it, then that's fucking awesome. You know, I'll keep doing these. Probably going to put out one or two a week, maybe three. Depending on how fucking bored I am, or how much shit I gotta talk that week, <laughs> or how much you know, but yeah, it's just it's just a fun little way for me to like express myself. Uh, and I want this to be longer than thirty minutes, so I'm probably gonna cut it off here. But yeah, this was fun, yo. I had a great time talking about the shit that I talked about. I'm glad I gotta get a lot of shit off my chest and talk about a lot of shit. But yo, know, if you want more of these, just yeah, I don't know how the shit works. Just Give me a thumbs up, a like, or whatever the fuck. This is the first time using this app. And uh, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Peace.